I have a secret I want to tell all of you at the end, but re- remind me at the end of the next session. Ooh, okay. Eric, why would you say that? Uh, you know, for fun. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Consider my interest peaked, sir. Mm-hmm. I will consider it, and I will return it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Last time on Join the Party. Assistant Director Z asks the best friends to look into why a bunch of beds are missing from the new girl's cabin. Underneath this massive cabin is an entire gymnasium complex where house demon and all-around weirdo Frederick the Frog hangs out. Frederick declares Phoebe to be the chosen one and challenges Phoebe and her friends to defeat a gelatinous cube, which has been destroying the beds and attacking campers. Les books it out of there as Phoebe and Carrie Ann keep the ooze from getting into the camp's water supply. Phoebe tries to destroy the ooze with magic, but it only divides the ooze into multiple smaller oozes, which disappoints Frederick the Frog and exposes Carrie Ann and herself to bad, bad, bad acid burns. Les sprints to Assistant Director Z, who speeds both of them on a golf cart back to the cabin to save the two badly burned and now passed out CITs and carries them both over his big brawny shoulder to the nurse's office. Who was that dashing gelatinous ooze? And do I know him from somewhere? Mm, Never mind. We got more mystery to solve. Let's get this party started. against HIPAA. I think Bones Bones needs to read up on HIPAA. Uh, though there are no hippopotamuses in the waterhole, we've already debunked that. If they want to sign the big card, just find CID Jenny, who is walking around the cafetorium. I want a big card. Alright, and have a Camp Diogenes Day. Do what you say, say what you do, summertime fun. He's uh, really being quite liberal with the camp slogan, huh? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Macho Man. Uh, I'm also, here's my impression of Macho Man Randy Savage. Checks out. Makes oh, sense. Yeah. I love that Bones Bones just uses the uh, morning announcements to work on his impression mark. It's beautiful. All right, here's my Christopher Walken. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Wait, hold on. I forgot what Christopher Walken said. Fuck. <laughs> Hey, hey, uh, here, I, no, just kidding, I've been working, I've been working on my Jeff Goldblum, I'm gonna do that right now, hold okay. on. Life, uh, you know, it finds a way. <laughs> 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 
Listen, if I'm going to do an impression of an impression, I'm going to give me one that I know. There you <laughs> at go. Least. Is there a suggestion box somewhere that other campers can give to? I was just. I want about feedback. That. <laughs> I want to give him feedback. <laughs> I think in the cafetorium, as you leave, when you like deposit your trays and like bust your dishes and stuff, there is a little box nailed to the wall of a uh, bones mail, and that's where you can drop uh, index cards or napkins or you know whatever you want to write on. Gotcha. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, it's the time of the morning announcements where I read the bones <laughs> mail. Rattle bones, rattle bones, rattle bones, rattle. <laughs> Who got him a soundboard? I do, yeah, I do respect a DJ who does his own fully. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Does he have a jar of bones? Like in my head, it's like he has bird bones in like a little in like a little mason jar. DJ. I think Yikes. he saved chicken wings from the chicken wing waffles, and it would smell really bad if you unsealed it. But no one's ever unsealed it. All right, this is from Cabin Two to Booger. Happy birthday, Booger! <laughs> no, hey, hey guys, it's not my birthday. Why are you talking about it was my birthday? No, no, everyone's going to say it's my birthday. Wholesome. Sorry, should I keep doing this bit? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, just enjoying it. Yeah. This could be the whole yet. episode. We don't care. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're going to play a, a one-pager based off of John's Bodes Bodes, the PA announcer guy. Oh, Eric, I just looked in the uh, box of suggestions, and there are four of them. So mm-hmm. he'll, he'll okay. need to read all of them. Okay, well, I did, ju- I did just do one. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon, would you, can you give me every, any information about who they are and who wrote them or no? I'm sorry, I can't see them. I'm not here in the scene, so. Oh, right, Brandon's out of the scene. Right. Oh, I, I, you know what? I actually, I pulled one out myself, yeah. and I see one is from uh, Nurse Jackson. Okay. And she wrote, please stop revealing the <laughs> medical issues of fellow campers. Sincerely, Nurse Jackson. All right, I got a I got a bones mail from Nurse Jackson. Nurse Jackson says, <laughs> "You're doing a great job. Keep doing it. And go say hi to Carrie Ann and Phoebe, who's in the nurse's office. This one is from Les. Les, CIT Les. Uh, it says." I have a dumb poop face. <laughs> oh. And then you see across like Dougie Juice is doing sit-ups on the in the field and he's like and Dougie is like, nice. <laughs> Damn. He read my note. <laughs> um, I, I picked one up and there's one that's just a really crude sexual pun on his name, I think, is one of them. I'm not gonna read this one. People it's bones with a Z and then bones. I will not read anything if you say boner. I just won't. <laughs> That's just a policy. And finally, this is from the art barn, and it says, Stop staying here overnight when we lock the doors. If you're on the second floor, we're just going to lock you in, and then we can't get you out because we immediately go to sleep because we're very tired. <laughs> that that makes from sense. the, uh, the art people in the art barn. Makes sense. Oh, I just picked this one up, too. It says, hey, it's Eric. This is the mid-roll. <laughs> Do you also like Dunkin' Donuts coffee? I love it. What a tonal jarring that would be. (laughs) Promo code join the party to get 10% off whenever you go to 20 Senate Store in Brooklyn, New York. Yes, go to any Dunkin' Donuts and say, My promo code is join the party. I dare you. I fucking dare you. Go to a Dunkin' Donuts, say, I'm using the code join the party for 10% off. A brown sugar cold foam cold brew. And when the person behind the counter says, what are you talking about? Don't leave until you get that cold brew. Yep. Just stare at them. 
It's a, and then say it's a TikTok prank and send us the video. Yeah. <laughs> no, please don't no, do no, that. No, don't do that. 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 That's what I say, though, What to people when I embarrass myself. I just say, oh, that was a TikTok prank. And then I leave. When, when was the last time that happened? Amanda? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know Brandon's life. You don't know yeah, what Seattle's true. like. That's true. Brandon Brandon's just out there doing TikTok pranks. My pants just fall down all the time, you know? That's how you survive out there in the Pacific Northwest. I don't know what else embarrassing happens to people. Um, getting slips pooped on, a, on by a bird. He slips on a banana peel. He reveals someone's infidelities when he shouldn't be revealing their infidelities. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you that Dashboard Confessional came out with a new single called Infidelities. Nice. Nailed it. Nice. There you go. Eric, how was a TikTok prank I just did? (laughs) It's a great TikTok (laughs) prank. You nailed it. Well, guys, I can tell you that having her name mentioned not once but twice on the announcements and knowing there's a big card coming her way, even if she has shared custody with her uh, fellow best friend, Phoebe, makes this the best day of Carrie Ann's life. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Phoebe's like, please don't say my name anymore. Oh, God, there's going to be a card. No. <laughs> <laughs> what if they spell my name with an F somewhere? That doesn't oh. make any sense. What if they spell it phobie? Phobie. No one ever spells it right on the first try, even though it's a very common name. <laughs> <laughs> then they're going to call me Footbee for the rest of the summer. Pepis. <laughs> which sounds too much like Pepis, which is what the younger kids call no. a penis. Stop, Carrie Ann. No. <laughs> Carrie Ann, that's a great impression of Phoebe. Thank know. you. Cool. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm having a good time. We don't need to, dip. We don't need to play the game. Yeah, no, this is good. Um, here's the thing about staying in the nurse's cabin. Uh, best way to pass the time at camp? 100%. There are at least 10 kids who all have anxiety who are saying that they have stomach aches and are, quote, waiting for their medicine who are just hanging out in the nurse's cabin. Uh, that's kind of rude to talk about Phoebe when she has an actual medical <laughs> condition right now. Phoebe sees like 11 kids sitting there and looking at their shoes and Phoebe's like, yeah, nice. I remember when I did that. Yeah. I remember being a cardinal and being like, oh, bad feelings all around. It must be a stomach ache. Because <laughs> the thing about the nurse's cabin is that it's actually a remodeled version of a very nice cabin that was built here in the early 1920s. You know, this is one of the various authors who are part of the lost generation who just like knew F. Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway and like, saw them naked wrestle and then wanted to get out of that life before World War II. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of escaped to wherever Camp Diogenes is and they built a very large Lincoln Log-esque cabin. Mm. Uh, and while it was there and the various things that happened in, around the area at Camp Diogenes, uh, that author is no longer there, but the cabin is. And uh, it's actually quite large, which is very helpful because there are a lot of different rooms inside the, the now the nurse's cabin where they can put the various people who have regular stomach aches. Like there's a very large porch or reach around porch that kind of Ooh. like apparently there was supposed to be a man-made lake that was going to be dug in the middle of the woods, which never came about. 
but there is like a very large porch that was supposed to look out on the man-made lake. <laughs> and that's where the nurse Jackson uh, gives out all of the pills to the kids they need. So they stand out on the porch and they wait for their prescriptions and all the stuff. They convalesce in the beautiful, cool mm-hmm. summer air. Yeah. And then, of course, there are different rooms within and there's like a bunch of beds inside so that the kids that are sick, the kids who are hurt, the kids who, who are waiting to go to the hospital have kind of different triage rooms for them to hang out in, uh, which is supervised by Nurse Whippet. Uh, no one ever <laughs> sees Nurse Whippet, uh, but Nurse Whippet is incredibly good at their job. And so, like, you know, there's the idea that, like, Nurse Jackson, who's there and giving out pills, everyone sees Nurse Jackson all the time, and you can leave notes for Nurse Whippet. Uh, Nurse Whippet usually shows up when you're sleeping and has, like, when you wake up, there's a little paper cup of Advil and a tall <laughs> glass of very crisp cold water when you wake up. And, like, a little note telling you what's actually wrong with you and to tell you to stop belly aching because we need rooms for kids who are actually sick. Regardless of how sick you are, Nurse Whippet will tell you that you need to stop belly aching and get up. (laughs) I saved my note from Nurse Whippet back when I was a cardinal that said, Advil won't fix your anxiety. Please come see me. (laughs) (laughs) It was the start of uh, an improvement for me. (laughs) Do we think she's a ghost? Do we think she's kind of like some kind of angel or something. Yeah, they seem like some kind of like spirit or angel or like dryad maybe who can only move around at night but can sort of intuit mm. with a healing power. Suspicious. Can I tell you my headcanon for this infirmary? Sure. I think that because Camp Die was created in the 1880s when people thought that there were two genders that was the same as sex, I think that uh, non-binary campers who don't want to live in either boys or girls cabins depending on their gender identity and are like, nah, other slash third for me. I think they get fucking air conditioned private rooms above the infirmary. And it's like the sweetest gig in all of camp. You got cold water at all times. Maybe you can, you know, search out an internet signal if you get high up (laughs) enough, but that is where their quarters are. And it is good to be uh, outside the gender binary at Camp Die. That's that good shit. That's true. I cannot confirm that headcanon, but I can say that because this was built in the 1920s, there was like a rudimentary version of air conditioning, which involved Mm. very large blocks of ice and having someone ferry very large blocks of ice from the nearest town. But of course, there was mildew that was only discovered in 1974, so they had to just fully replace it with actual air conditioning. So the nurse's cabin is one of the only places in Camp Diogenes that has air conditioning. That is true. Fabulous. So the other things you said are also probably true. Also probably true. <laughs> I like it. So anyway, that is because in one of the rooms we have Phoebe and Carrie Ann who are convalescing from their acid burns that over a majority of their body, which made them pass out. Let's just touch on this very quickly. The way that Monster of the Week harm goes is that once you have four or more harm, you have un- you're unstable, which means that you need medical attention or a veterinarian because that's the kind of game we're playing to like stitch you up and fix you or it's just going to get worse right so normally your injuries get better over time right but when you're unstable they get worse over time instead yes if you're unstable and it's not treated it gets worse over time but you can kind of sleep off harm much like in dungeons and dragons however we're going to homebrew this a little bit about how long it takes 
harm to go away because we've only got the summer, man. Yeah, it's just the summertime. You know when you're watching a TV show and you have no real idea how long it's been in between mm. episodes, even if they're sequential? It's kind of like do that. the writers. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, Definitely not. Exactly. It's like the actor clearly got a haircut in between two episodes <laughs> and then they changed the airing order. And so it looks as if their hair, like a doll, was like grown in and then grown out again overnight. Like that. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just remembering some of the scary dolls my mom had from her childhood in the 60s with, like, ponytails that can, like, go in and out of the head. <laughs> scary. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. Just leaving that terrible image <laughs> aside. Can't die, baby. So if you if you are not unstable, you can kind of just sleep off your harm, which is what we've been doing. If you are unstable, you have to go to the nurse's office or a hospital or you need to get taken care of. And then, like... The way that it is in the book is that each in-game day takes away a block of harm, right? But, of course, like, we don't know that necessarily. So, like, in this kind of amorphous thing, if you go to the nurse's office and you try to deal with it, and then the next mystery, unless you do something specific to get even more medical care or healing or whatever it is in this weird game that we have... Then you go back to zero. However, if you just get regular care, your next harm will start at one for the next mystery. Or if you're like intentionally running out before your care is good, we're going to have some sort of negotiation about what it means, how much harm you have for the next mystery. Gotcha. Totally. Yeah. I, I like that. I mean, it gives us some stakes. Like summer is only so long, like Julia was saying. And also fucking Steven is out there doing whatever the fuck Steven's doing. Sorry to any join the party listeners named Steven, but you know what I mean. <laughs> fucking Stevens. And every day that I, Carrie Ann, lay in this infirmary is another day that forces outside my control are endangering the one thing I care about in this world. Camp. <laughs> That's a great Meanwhile, point. Phoebe's like, God, I just want to break. Oh, there's so much happening in my life. And we smash cut to Steven ballroom dancing with a watermelon to a Victrola. Cool. Makes sense. <laughs> the thing is, Brandon, that could totally fucking happen. It is really scary. <laughs> and Carrie Ann just doesn't know if that's happening. Yeah. Who can say? And Les is like, I don't know, stretching his hamstrings somewhere, right? I was going to ask. I have one check, so should I just take that off? Just take that off. You're You're fine. Wonderful. Yeah. So while we're in there, let's figure this out in terms of the harm of Phoebe and Carrie Ann. So Sorry, you... Eric. It's really important for me to know. Are all of the flycatchers watching Les stretch? <laughs> <laughs> Les wouldn't do that. Les would not do that. <laughs> Les stretches inside of the cabin only. He yeah. does not stretch closed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dougie throws a pillow at you and says, stop stretching. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> and Cooper goes again. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the harm here. I think that you have, like, a whole bunch of calamine lotion or, or neosporin <laughs> just all over the majority of your bodies, Phoebe and Carrie Ann. I think this is definitely the part in, like, hospital cartoons where, like, you have one leg in traction and the other one you're just covered, wrapped up in bandages. Yeah. And you just have, like, lotion all over your face. And, like, you have shorts and a tank top on, so we see them, how much harm there is all over, your, all over both your bodies. So I think you're not unstable anymore, okay. but you will need to stay in the nurse's office for a little while to kind of repair unless you want to do something else. Yeah. I think as we convalesce, Carrie Ann is like muttering under her breath or like plotting out kind of all of the things she wants to check up on and all the, the failings of the full-time staff that she's identifying now that she is no longer <laughs> a camper and now one of them. But she's doing that while standing over Phoebe's bed, holding a book kind of above Phoebe's face. Like when you're at the dentist <laughs> and they have a TV on the ceiling um, and just 
waiting until Phoebe says flip and then flipping the book for her. <laughs> and Phoebe is like, is one, exactly what I was going to be doing. Phoebe's face is buried in a book this entire time. And like probably halfway through chapter, Phoebe's like, Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's up? This is a really good part of the book, and your muttering is very distracting. Sorry, okay? sorry. I thought that was an inside. It is, it is outside, and I thought it was oh, inside. I'm gonna. It's I'll super make it outside right oh, now. Yeah. It's quietly outside, but it is outside. Okay. okay. Yeah. No. Thank you. I thank you, best friend. I um. I will make that change. Are, are you good? Um. I have some things I want to do, and um, seventy percent of my skin itches, and um. Oh, yeah. I can't like uh jump in the in the swimming hole to kind of uh, shock my body into feeling a sensation that isn't itch, but is instead pain, uh, which is normally what I do. Um, so oh. I, I'm just, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm holding it all, uh, all in there. And um, I am, I'm going to figure out what's happening here. Um, I either, they did a really good job of hiding all this stuff from us when we were campers or things are worse than they were. And if I'm going to protect my legacy um, and my birthright, I am, I'm going to have to, gonna have to do something carry on gets scarier by the day yeah <laughs> uh okay um so like i'm i'm kind of enjoying this like I, my skin is also extremely itchy and i don't yeah, really yeah, want to yeah. shock it into pain right yeah, now yeah yeah, yeah. you should but okay you okay you you want to, like, I, I trust Nurse Whippet and their, like, hidden powers and identity, like, very strongly, but you, you want to, you want to leave early? Um, I, I want to, I want to make sure I'm, um, okay to serve camp. That's my first priority. So I, I think I'll stay, um, you know, another, at least till the bandages are off. Um, but before I go, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to make you unsafe, so I'll just say that I have um, an errand that I'm going to do uh, before we leave. Um, and just leave it at that. I think Phoebe just like looks down from the book, which is saying something for Phoebe, <laughs> and is like, uh, uh. so you remember when Boo got hurt? At the swimming hole. Yeah, yeah. Worst day of my life. And, and <laughs> but, but we made it yeah. better, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, maybe because I, I don't want you to, like, go off and, and make yourself hurt even more mm. uh, by doing errands because you, you can't relax a little bit. Uh, do you, no, there's no time to relax. There's camp to run. Do you, <laughs> I relax okay. in the winter. And then not really because I'm preparing for camp. You, would you... Like me to maybe try that on you? I mean, yeah. Would it, would it like hurt you or, or set you back at all? Uh, I don't really know. Cause I've done it one time and someone's cut turned into moss, but, uh, I mean, we could give it a go, right? Yeah. No, I, I'm, I know I'm that down. lying frog said that I was the chosen one and then, told me that he was lying the entire time but i do like genuinely feel like maybe i i have a purpose hell yeah and maybe maybe my purpose is helping you achieve your purpose damn baby that's amazing (laughs) i have also felt that i have a purpose and i've also felt that your purpose is to help me achieve my purpose (laughs) man 
Carrie gets really turned into an authoritarian camp leader. Whoa! <laughs> Turning into Brandon? Where have you been for the last few episodes? And I gotta tell you, I think Les's purpose is to help you achieve your purpose of helping me achieve mine. <laughs> it's like a domino effect. Yeah, that's why we're best friends. There's a meme. I'm gonna make this meme right after this, which is small domino, Carrie Ann at camp, big domino. Les achieves his purpose by helping Phoebe <laughs> achieves her purpose. Helps Phoebe. Carrie Ann achieves her purpose. But listen, no best friend would let her best friend get hurt. So if if this could be bad, don't worry about it. But if this works, then yeah, let's do it. And I'll I'll pretend I'm I want to leave tomorrow morning. But overnight, in my last night, I'll run an errand. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna try to talk to the moose real quick and make sure that like that's cool with him. <laughs> okay, I love that we're getting into code words. Okay, I'm gonna change my errand into um, I am gonna I'm gonna harvest an apple. Wink. <laughs> okay, I. You know what? That's fine. We don't yeah. have to talk about it. All right. No, it's great. Uh, I don't I don't think it's it's uh, talking to the moose, but like I you know I'll I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Love you, best friend. And then I, like, drop the book on Phoebe's chest. <laughs> Ow. Phoebe's gonna, like, quietly mutter to herself, being like, uh, Big Moose God, are you, like, around? I don't know how to call you. I don't think you have, like, a phone number. Good question. Let's make a magic roll, yeah? Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Phoebe hasn't even tried a phone number, so. Yeah, it's one, it's 1-800-MOOSE-7. I rolled an... <laughs> Eight plus two for a ten. Okay, oh. so we're ten. Phoebe just mutters to herself, eight, six, seven, five, eight, <laughs> eight, six, seven, cars, kids for cars. One, eight, seven, seven, magic for kids. Okay, yeah. Hey, it's Eric. I'm recording this at the end of August, and this is one of the two times of the year where New York City is incredibly empty. I don't know if this happens in other metro areas, or maybe you feel this all over the country, but like everyone just disappears and goes on vacation at the end of August. And I really like the city with less people in it. Not like I want there to be less people because living in the city and being in an urban environment and having randos around all the time is the best part of being here that like we're all in it together. But like the folks who are going out to their summer homes anyway for like a month are the people I want to get out of the city and like, are the ones holding up subways and like demanding things from clerks. So I'm really liking New York City in August, even though the only two things I'm doing are sweating and looking for heirloom tomatoes. I'm starting to embrace it a little bit. But please bring on the fall. There's You can get pumpkin sauce at Dunkin' Donuts now. Please give me the fall. Welcome to the mid-roll. I need it to get below 70 degrees Fahrenheit, please. As I said, I'm recording this mid-roll ahead of time because at the end of August, everyone and their therapists are on vacation. So everyone, please continue to become new patrons, and I will be reading your name in the coming weeks. We are so, so excited about the benefits that we have on the Patreon. I want to plug one in particular that I think y'all will love. They're ad-free episodes at $8 a month, which I think is a steal. I know y'all love the mid-roll, and I love doing the mid-roll, but like... I think it's a very fair exchange for the price of like two iced coffees a month. 
for you to get uninterrupted join the party, like just straight through injected right into your veins. I think that's a very good deal. Check that out with all the other things we offer on Patreon at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Did you know that Join the Party is part of the Multitude Podcast Collective? I think you'd like one of Multitude's other shows, Next Stop. Next Stop is an audio sitcom. The show explores the turbulent time in your mid to late 20s when everyone is changing around you and you worry you might not catch up. Across the 10 episodes of the first season, Next Stop follows three roommates' trials through work, relationships, friendships, and more. We watch them grow together as a unit no matter what life throws at them. For anyone who grew up watching classic sitcoms like Friends or Seinfeld or Just Shoot Me or Spin City, I'm going to keep digging. I'm going to go right to the bottom of the barrel. Or Girlfriends, for that matter. That's not the bottom of the barrel. That's that's high tier. Or Martin. There is nothing more comforting in times of stretch and upheaval. And yet, Next Stop is a solidly 21st century sitcom that gives audience something to laugh at without punching down. Written and created by, let me let me look at my notes. Oh, Eric Silver. I know that guy. Directed and edited by Brampton Grugel. Executive produced by Amanda McLaughlin. And cast and an assistant directed by Julia Shafini. It's the join the party, folks, man. You're going to love it. Season one is out now. Listen to all 10 episodes by searching for Next Stop in your podcast app or go to nextstopshow.com. We are sponsored this week by Inked Gaming. Looking for a top-notch one-stop shop that supplies you with all the premium gaming gear you need? Well, our sponsor Inked Gaming is one of the best in the biz for supplying you as a top-notch one-shop stop for supplying you with all the premium gaming gear you require. With a full selection... Okay, they didn't write that, but I thought that was funny. With a full selection of playmats, mouse pads, and more, Inked Gaming gives you a wide selection of high-quality gear that can be customized and personalized just for you. So if you have a favorite art or design or pattern or personal logo that you want to make sure folks on stream or your friends see every time that you come on a video camera, you got to check out Inked Gaming. They also have a growing community of gifted indie artists who provide pre-designed art for their products, and Inked Gaming is sure to give a commission of every single item sold to those artists who made those beautiful items. They've been in business for 11 years, and hopefully they'll continue for another 111 years. Another wonderful perk of going to Inked Gaming is that we can give you a special single surprise. Just go to inkedgaming.com slash join the party. And if you see something you like, use the promo code join the party at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's a steal. Go to inkedgaming.com slash join the party and use code join the party to get 10% off your order. We are also sponsored today by Backblaze. They offer unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs at just $7 a month. You can back up documents, music, photos, videos, drawings, poems you wrote that you want to remember, videos of you at your bar mitzvah, all of your data backed up securely to the cloud, which you can access from anywhere in the world using their iOS and Android apps. They have restored over 55 billion files for customers. That is five, five, zero, 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 zero. Was that? That was billion. All those zeros, files for customers. And if you ever have a disaster and need to totally restore your hard drive, say, 
the seas are rising and it gets into your hard drive, which might happen. Anything can happen now. They will even mail you a flash key or hard drive restore right to your door. You can get a free, fully featured, no credit card required trial at backblaze.com slash JTP. That's backblaze.com slash JTP for a free, full featured trial. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Hey, this is Eric Silver from Hit Podcast and Monster of the Week, Good Podcast, Join the Party. I'm here to talk. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm shifting my chair around. It's really fucking hot. It's so hot. I know that for those of you in the global south, it might not be. Or those of you who live, actually, no, those of you who live in in the UK, it is super freaking hot. And you gotta bring yourself into cool places. You think, no, I'm a human. I can resist these temperatures. All I have to do is like drink a sunny D every other hour or so. No, you gotta go inside and get air conditioning. And that's how you should be treating your brain, my friends. How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. Just like you think you can withstand all the heat without AC you, as you go through the trials and tribulations of being alive as a human with social interaction, you gotta talk to a therapist. And BetterHelp can help you with that. BetterHelp allows you to meet with a therapist via phone, video, or live chat. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and you can switch to a new one for free if you need to. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash join the party. So you better do it because it's so cheap and easy, okay? That's BetterHelp.com slash join the party. What are you going to do? You're going to go to into the woods and talk to a witch about making it less hot? And she all she needs is like some of your bones and it's so hot you're willing to give her some bones? Even like your metatarsals? No! Just go to therapy. Better help. Don't go to a witch. And now, back to the show. If that is the name you've chosen for me, then that is the name I'll respond to. The Moose. I have many names at many times, and many things call me for help or... Stuff. What, yes, what do you need, <laughs> Phoebe? Phoebe, what, what, what can I help you with, my child? That's what they called me when I got drafted into the NBA. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Like, do, so other people have have names for you. I'm I'm just saying Moose God because I don't really, I didn't know your preferred title. Like, do you have a preferred title? Whatever name you have for me is name I will respond to. It's Char- a, a Char- name is. Charles? A, A name is more about the person who's reaching out. So if you would like to call me Charles, I can't. Re- I'll, I'm I'm Charles. Yes. All right, Chuck, buddy. Okay. Um, <laughs> a moose named Chuck is really good. <laughs> moose god, evil moose god named Chuck. Excellent. Um, okay. Uh, so I, I don't really know how this works. Uh, my parents raised me agnostic. Um, 
so when I when I do stuff, is that is that you helping me do stuff? Is that me? You talk a lot about like the food chain and like showing people my powers, but I don't really know if that's my power or if I'm like channeling your power through me. Oh, my two-footed, two-thumbed child. I do have two thumbs. <laughs> but not two feet? <laughs> my my two-hooved, two-thumbed child. Adorable. Are nails little hoofs? I think it's the same stuff. That's, That's true. true. We have 20 hoofs. Ever think about that? <laughs> Poor Eric's just trying to be a serious moose god. We keep Sorry, fucking with him. <laughs> Eric's gonna give me the look of a teacher. Have you done? <laughs> I just need to know if we're finished done, before, I, before I go on. Before I'm I move done. on. The power doesn't flow through me. It is all the power of nature and of the outside and of the way that we interact. It is the power of the food chain of the pyramid of of the pyramid of animals of the circle of life. So when you harness the ability of your own power, I'm not giving it to you as any more as a chicken gives you the meat of itself that gets consumed by a human who then dies and goes into the ground and the worms eat the human and the bird chicken eats the worm and etc. and so forth. You are just a conduit of the power itself. And the creatures who live in this area, surrounded by the name you have given, you and the other two-hooved, two-thumbed creatures, have given it to be Camp Diogenes. Have a, have a stronger connection to that than anyone else, than any other person that I have seen. I can only tell you as much as, as, much as I know as a creature of the woods who exists within and on either side of the wall. However, what I, I do want you to know is to understand that you are a conduit of power, and it is your responsibility amongst the ten-toed, two-hooved creatures to demonstrate that you understand the power of the world and of nature and of the woods and that you can help and they should hear you as you use that power and be in awe of it. Do you understand? Yes. So I should be like... I've read a lot of fiction books where, like, telling people that you have magic powers means that you get persecuted. You're <laughs> saying, tell everyone you're cool and stronger than them, and so they won't do anything to you. I mean, that's not exactly what I said, <laughs> but if that's I know, what I you got I didn't me. want to repeat back what you said to me, but I was, like, trying to understand, like... I'm I'm the top of the food chain, but also it's a circle of life. Absolutely, Phoebe. Here's the thing, Phoebe. The the light is not organized into shapes. They're metaphors for how we understand it. There, yes, you, there's a top there. Uh, there is a point in the circle of life, which are people who commune with the power more so than others. Okay. And yes, you should demonstrate that. And. Be as is your will and the will of the way that the ladder and the and I got 
I got you, Chuck. You, I got yeah, you. Yeah, you got it. You understand. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, like, this is a total aside. The frog did tell me I was the chosen one and then took it back. Am I the chosen one because I can channel this better than anyone else can? You were talking to a frog. Yeah. <laughs> he sucked. He was a big frog. A big frog. Big frog. That spoke your language from I mean, its frog mouth. I assume it was a frog. I mean, like, I assume he was speaking English, but maybe I was speaking frog the whole time. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, I can, I'll do a check with all the animals out here, but I don't know of any frog that can speak English. Okay. He sucked. Sounds like it. Yeah. He kept trying to tell me frog facts. Like, frogs are an essential brick of the road that leads between all living creatures? He was like, oh, did you know the poison dart frog can, like, kill a man with, like, only a little bit of its poison? Stuff like that. I did not know that. And that they have weird mouth, something about their mouths. I don't really remember. I will remember that going forward. Okay. It's good to know. Remember, Brandon, when you looked at the frog, it was an unnatural creature. I didn't know that, so. I can do nothing about that. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. You, Les, what do you do? <laughs> you jump into action now. I continue stretching my hamstrings while my one leg is on Dougie Juice's bunk. No, fuck. Les, stop it. With all of the windows pulled. <laughs> I think Phoebe is like, okay, uh, Chuck, thanks for checking in. Always a pleasure. Uh, I'm going to go show the world that I have superpowers by healing my friend. Okay, love you, bye. And then Phoebe goes, oh, fuck, I said love you. (laughs) (laughs) Moose God. I love you too, Phoebe. (gasps) Phoebe starts crying. Best case scenario. (laughs) You just... (laughs) Carrie Ann turns and just sees Phoebe crying tears of joy. I hear wedding bells in the future. <laughs> Carrie Ann's like, I also cry when reading the only book I own, which is the manual for kids. <laughs> That's true. Okay, Carrie Ann. And then like Phoebe like puts the book down, like, like more determined than you've ever seen Phoebe be before. Like Damn, put Phoebe. it on the nightstand. And it's like, okay, we're going to do this because I control the power of nature. And then Phoebe looks at Carrie and, like, expectantly. Yeah, you do. Cool. Uh, and then Phoebe just, like, slaps a hand onto Carrie Ann's shoulder. <laughs> that, this is good. See? And now I feel pain and not itch. Perfect. <laughs> and I am going to use my new move that I got when I leveled up, which Ooh. I have taken from the Hex playbook in the Tome of Mysteries and is called uh, This Might Sting. Yes. Basically, it is... You can use magic to heal three harm, but the process is exceptionally painful. On a seven to nine, it also leaves a gnarly scar. Sick. Cool. All right, so Phoebe, what is this, even before we roll here, what does this look like? So I think we've kind of established that Phoebe's magic looks like electric blue electricity kind of flowing out of her. And I think as she does this magic, it radiates from icy electric blue into kind of a deep mossy green, which then spreads over the injured parts of Carrion. 
Nice. I like that. Carrie Ann, I think also as it starts to grow and as things get mossy and things are literally growing on you. Um, hey, man, you feel things are taking root in your skin and it feels weird and bad. I don't know if you've ever been either a dartboard or dirt before, but you know, it, I can only imagine that that feels weird and strange. Yeah. Uh, as things are taking root inside of it and trying to, I guess like there's moss that grows all over the acidic ooze burned parts of you, which must be the majority of your shoulder. And I think maybe down your side yeah. and uh, down your leg as well. Yeah. Do you guys know how um, moss is the first thing to grow in an environment? Like when there's no life there, for example, volcanic lava that has cooled, mm-hmm. moss is the first thing to happen there and like lichen. And when it eventually births soil, then other plants can grow. And so I'm picturing almost like moss as a scab kind of over that harmed skin. And then yeah. eventually it dries out and crumbles and falls off. And hopefully not too gnarly of a scar underneath there. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Carrie Ann yells, is this cramps? Is that what they were talking about? <laughs> Carrie Ann, I didn't know my magic would give you periods. No. Ah! Oh, my God. That's perhaps the silliest thing we have ever said on this podcast. Also what it felt like to be told about cramps and then be like, good luck. And you're like, what? All right, let's do, (laughs) let's, let's do this. Where are they? What? When? (laughs) I rolled a five plus two for a seven. All right. For a seven. So good news. It did heal you. Nice. Great. Okay. I think that after a while, the digging into your skin, Carrie Ann, starts to subside. Uh-huh. And you can, like, pull the moss off of it. Yeah. I think that on your shoulder, specifically where where Phoebe put her hands, I think that there's just, like, a, mo- a very mottled scar of a hand on your shoulder. Oh, fun. I, it looks like raised moss a little bit. That's you know awesome. how like burns sometimes look raised like mm-hmm. that? I think it looks like that now you have like a raised mossy patch on your shoulder in the shape of Phoebe's hand. Is cool. it like tinged green as well? Oh, absolutely, for sure. I Sick. think there's a little bit like there's still the green of the moss in there. Well, you know how like healing skin has kind of like a different pallor than the skin around it? Yeah, Maybe yeah. when you like look at it under the right light because Carrie Ann's very pale, it has almost like a greenish like healing bruise kind of look. Yeah. I would also say on a seven to nine, because this move just says it's incredibly painful. I'll say on a seven to nine, you're wiped out. You need to stay in the infirmary for the rest of this time. You cannot, you're going to get the plus, the one heal when you, we start the next mystery regardless. And you got to stay in bed for the next few days. Okay. Because this took a lot out of you. Phoebe's like, fine with that. <laughs> yeah. So I had four harm and unstable march before. No longer unstable because we are in the infirmary. I got three harm healed. I think you have three harm healed. Dang. This was also incredibly painful. Yeah. So if you want to do something now, you will can do this with one harm. But the next time we do a straight up mystery, you're at zero because Phoebe did healing powers on Sick. you. Sick. Thanks, Phoebe. That was awesome. All right. Phoebe's like, um, well, the, the scar looks kind of cool. And if you think about it, I, I used the magic of camp to heal you. So it's like exclusive camp merch <laughs> I was planning on my first camp tattoo when I turned 16 and could go to Canada but this is amazing <laughs> oh god I'm so happy that you're happy Thank you. oh, I was really nervous friend. maybe you have a purpose apart from me but my purpose is your higher purpose 
We just we just like hug each other and cry for like five minutes. Yep. <laughs> Les has Les has come to visit you and walks through the door and is like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Les, look at my sick scar. Both, I just like the idea of you're hugging each other, crying, and Les walks in with like a waffle for both of you. <laughs> and Les goes, is this about periods? Because I'm not going to stick around. <laughs> I accidentally gave Carrie Ann her first period and this cool scar. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. I'm an adult now. It's fine. It's fine. Cool. I'm going to go stretch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, it's so funny. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. I think the three of you are together now. If Les, you did want to come say hi, but... I don't know if that was a joke or not, but whatever you want to do next, I'm I'm down for. It was a joke, but I do want to. I less would come to visit, and make sure everyone's feeling okay. But um, now the joke is real. It's canon. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Well, I think it would be more towards the evening, like maybe like pre-dinner or after dinner when Les comes to visit, because I would assume that a Phoebe to BB is sort of like snoozing. So I'm gonna go walk over to. Miss Camp herself and say hello. Do you want to talk to me separately? Yes, because uh, currently Les is uh, scared of Phoebe. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't do it. So I'm going to walk up to Carrie Ann and say, um, is, uh, is Phoebe asleep? Are we good? Is it chill? I look over and Phoebe has fully passed out with the book like on, on your face. face. Yeah, on her forehead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she, um, she did some... Um, some pretty cool stuff like you know with boo and like the the healing and the scar and stuff um so she she helped me really feel um feel a lot better so i have a um i have to pick an apple tonight wink 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 um what but then um, (laughs) then we should both be out of here tomorrow okay um she you let her lay hands on you kind of thing yeah, I know. See, it was just the one, and it's I got an awesome scar. And you're okay? Oh, no, I feel much better. Before, it felt like a million little needles were poking up out of my skin, and then it was like they were all poking back into my skin, but now they're gone, and that's the important part. Hmm. Les, I want to reiterate what you're looking at now. When Assistant Director Z picked both of them up, they had, like, acid ooze scars or burns on on their skin all over. Mm -hmm. And you were there as both of you rushed to the nurse's office in uh, Assistant Director Z's golf cart. And that was, like, what, 24 hours ago? Less than 24 hours ago? Yeah. And now, now as Carrie Ann showing off her scar... There's no burn on Carrie Ann except for this green handprint that looks like moss, like real grown on rocks moss in the shape of Phoebe's hand. Right. Um, Yeah. And I think Les is sort of like obviously taken aback by this. And so I think he's like maybe a little bit not suspicious of Carrie Ann herself, but like definitely has a bookmark in his brain of like, watch out for side effects, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. How how are you? How was the last day? Is everything okay? Yeah, I mean, everything's fine on my end. Um, I'm glad that we could get to you. I'm sorry for uh, for leaving, but uh, I don't know what's going on with Phoebe, but um, I don't know if it's like part of becoming a woman, but it's kind of scary. So um, I'm glad that she's asleep because I wanted to. <clears throat> I wanted to see if you wanted to maybe 
figure some stuff out with me. Uh, maybe this time Phoebe can, we can just let Phoebe rest, you know? Um, what, like about, about Phoebe? No, well, no. Um, so, uh, we both know, we both saw that the like horse thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was real. Yeah. And we saw the sentient skeleton. Yeah, yeah. I I was that's um can I let you in on a little secret? Yeah. That's what picking apples is, is um I wanna go. Oh, like, that's what the fuck you were talking about. Yeah, God. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I thought you might think it was it was periods, but it's not. Um I No, I didn't go... know what the fuck it was. I don't know oh, what you're talking about. Um I I wanna go sneak into the director's office. Sorry, oh. it was hard for me to say a breaking rule. Yeah. Um it's just like my mouth wouldn't do it. Okay. Um I I want to go into the office of the director. You can write it down not if you want. That's to. Oh yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um <laughs> no, but then I leave evidence. <sighs> Fudge. Um and I I need to go get a whiteboard now. <laughs> Shit. I need to figure out what's going on with Steven because maybe they have had a truce so far, but I don't trust that. It feels like either stuff is getting worse or there was a lot more here than I knew about and someone has to do something about it yeah i love that um that's good that you were thinking about that because while i was thinking about um tracking adz um you were kind of passed out but he displayed some extra skills sure i'm kind of freaking out a little bit with all these with all these monsters and people displaying abilities and uh I gotta get some answers. So, like, I love your plan. Um, I would love to do it together, or we can, you know, have the buddy system where we check in each other at a certain time. If we don't check in, then we know yeah, yeah. to go rescue. But like, you know, I think uh, family stick together. We are we are best friends, and that that is the ultimate thing a person can be to each other. Yep. No, yeah, one, no bigger bond than third cousins four times removed. It, yeah, exactly. Or else there wouldn't be a name for it. Like, why would they even, why would exactly. they even say? Yeah. No, I, I think Phoebe does need to rest. But, like, sorry, I just, I was a little worried that you were wanting me to, like, find out stuff about Phoebe. Which, like, I wouldn't feel cool doing. No. Because, like, we're best friends. We have to stick together. Yeah. But, but, like, we, you know, she does need to rest. She, like, it was painful for me. I, I bet it was, it was difficult for for her because like i mean you see it right like it is it's all gone except for the sick tattoo scar i'm gonna call it a tattoo scar now right um and yeah the, uh, the, the know, curse she, that she laid upon you yeah it was more of like taking away a hurt and i don't know if i would call it a curse but okay. um anyway as long as you're okay because i don't want to like be doing stuff like she knows I'm going to be, I'm going to do stuff tonight. Yeah. I just, I don't want to like have any secrets between us, you know? No. Yeah. Uh, I'm cool. I'm fine. I'm cool. Um, you know I'm what absolutely the cam fine. Says, right? cool. The, the guy who says there's a curse laid upon you. Totally cool. <laughs> cool. Totally fine. fine. To- totally cool. and Fine. I'm just picking really apples, chill. you know, is that, did I use that right? Um, it's just pretty much. <laughs> I just, um, if I, if I could just like remind you of, um, of a quote from my, my holy text, would that be cool? The Bible? No, the 1980 edition of the Canadian <laughs> Handbook. Um, it does say that um, secrets in staff are like mold trapped under a canoe, under a tarpaulin, put away for dry storage in the winter. 
they'll rot your whole shit out overnight. <laughs> so yeah, the 1981 got <laughs> was republished. What, what, there was, it was a 19, not copy edited. There was a 1981 competition <laughs> immediately afterwards. There was a big debate on whether or not they should republish it because no one looked at the manuscript before it went out to print. But um, yeah, I yeah. got it at a library book sale. Um, it's pretty sick. Yeah, so there's a um, like eight second silence. <laughs> yeah, and then Les says, "Yeah, um, I mean, do you want to go or what do you think?" Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go at um, when the clock strikes nine and and the raven calls. Um, and so if I'm what? if if I am I'm gonna. Um, like, do you have any suggestions? Because, like, I can, after my thing, check and make sure your thing's okay or, or like, vice versa. Yeah, so I've thought about this, right? So a really good way to keep track of each other when we go tripping and there's no cell phone service or do we have cell phones? I forget. Um, sad, fo- sad phones. Sad phones. But there's no way to reach each other easily. So um, we have these little, uh, like, two, three-way communicator things that just, like, beep. They're little lights. Um and they work on like electromagnetic fields and I don't really understand them fully. I got them from like a, you know, a guy at the back of a uh, military surplus supply store. That's where I get all my camp shorts. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. If you- hi, wrong I, with us? Hi, I'm decommissioned Willie. And you can just come to my van and buy any of the various things you need. Communication devices, camp clothing, Pots and pans, things from Williams and Sonoma that I found. It's all here. <laughs> and decommissioned Willie's van. Is that Springer's side hustle? Is that what's happening? There? Different character. They're married, though. They're married. Oh, that's cute. Uh, but yeah, so we, we use them to, um, like, if we're trying, like, if we ever try to triangulate a monster, we would use them to uh, coordinate actions. So yeah. I think let's set our watches. Uh, to each other's and then if we don't check in within like less, four hours less. before you and Phoebe wake up every morning I set all three of our watches to each other's watches okay we're never out of sync oh shit that's hey hey carry on yeah that's fucking cool <laughs> thanks you're my best friend and Phoebe we're all best friends yeah you and I are best friends and Phoebe is is our best friend <laughs> also I'm gonna cry over here on my side of the recording <laughs> No, that that sounds great. I can like beep you once um, when I when I'm successful, and beep you twice if you need help, if I need help, and vice versa. Yeah, I just do, I we just do like SOS dot dot dash oh, dash great. dash dot dot. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Cool. All right, put your hand in. I mean, I I don't think I'm comfortable doing like a group activity without Phoebe, but um, as long as I can tell her, uh, I'll just I'll fill her in when okay. she when she wakes up. Cool. Yeah. Uh, don't tell Phoebe exactly where I am. You can tell her what I'm doing, but like, uh, I'm tell her exactly where you are. Okay. Uh, cool. All right. Um. Yeah. Break. Like if if okay break. Hi, I'm Decommissioned Willie. You can use this communicator to say all types of things. SOS, ASS, POO, DAD, any of those things. <laughs> Why is dad in the mix? Pooh dad. My dad was unhappy I got decommissioned from the military. <laughs> Couldn't you tell? Oh, no. I now I'm selling things that I found at Fort Braggart out of my van. Yes, Julia. Do you have questions? 
So many, Eric, but not the time. 